and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, that's not true, because actually words are incredibly powerful. Words have power. So I want to talk about how powerful words can be, both in terms of the positives that the right selection of words can have, but also the negatives that sometimes can be done by the choice of words that we use, either when communicating with other people or actually having an internal dialogue ourselves. Now, there's an old saying which some of you may be familiar with, which says, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, that's not true because actually words are incredibly powerful. And Sylvester Stallone actually covers this really well in some of his motivational videos. And he says, words are like verbal bullets. They can shred you. And I think that's right, actually. Um, but the opposite of that is that words can also uplift you, motivate you, make you feel good. So it's important because I think very often we're so busy with our lives that we run around, we say things or to others or to ourselves that actually are not helping us. So I just wanted to touch on this to really, you know, focus in on four key areas that I think are really important. Now, before I do that, if you're watching this um, on social media, maybe on the YouTube channel or on one of my platforms that I'm on and we're not connected, please let's get connected because it's by helping each other that we can really, you know, support each other. So on social media, Jeanette Linfoot, let's get connected. If you're not subscribe to the podcast, Brave, Bold, Brilliant, please do. There is stacks and stacks of content on there for you. Uh, interviews with inspiring business leaders. You know, it's the podcast Brave, Bold, Brilliant is now in the top one and a half percent of all podcasts in the world, which I'm incredibly proud of. Um, and, you know, so if you're not subscribed, please do leave me a five star review. It really does make a difference. And it means that you're going to get notified for every single one of those episodes that comes out. So you don't miss out. So let's get into this then. Words are like verbal bullets and they can shred you, but they can also lift you up. So let's think about the four areas which are important. So I think the first thing is, you know, almost let's start with the inner you. I'm a big believer that if you're not in good shape yourself, how can you possibly actually be of use to the people around you, whether it's your team, whether it's your business colleagues, whether it's your family, your friends, etc. So a big part of this is around what you say to yourself, the words that you say to yourself, right? And, you know, very often I think we can have these limiting self-beliefs. You know, we might tell ourselves a certain story. Um, so, for example, when I was running, you know, the travel division for Saga as CEO, when I was managing director of the emerging markets for TUI, which are roles that I really loved, you know, I used to tell myself, I'm a brilliant corporate CEO. I operate fantastically in that world, but I'm not entrepreneurial. And I used to tell myself this absolute nonsense. And of course, you know, fast forward a few years and here I am with, you know, a multi-million pound portfolio of my own businesses. And I'm not saying that to brag, but I'm just saying that I had held myself back 
by actually using language and saying what I wasn't. So, you know, the stories that you tell yourself are really important. You need to train your inner, inner brain, right? Your subconscious brain and, you know, rubbish in, rubbish out, right? So I think if you're telling yourself certain stories or using certain language about yourself, you know, then actually it's very difficult sometimes. So you need to choose different words, absolutely choose different words. And then, you know, there's, there's the words that you say to others, isn't there? You know, so when you're communicating to your team, um, it might be on social media, to your family, your friends, you know, think about the choice of words that you're, you're picking. Um, are they words that are motivational, supportive, encouraging, or are they aggressive words, negative words that actually, you know, the person receiving those may well be quite hurt or annoyed, or it might evoke a certain emotion in them. So thinking about the words you use with others and, you know, really crafting that, being conscious. Now, of course, we can't always, you know, think of absolutely everything, but just pay attention, just notice, you know, and in particular, if you're maybe giving a speech or a big presentation on a certain topic and you want to, you know, have gravitas, impact, really land the key messages, consider very, very carefully what you're actually putting into that speech. You know, we all know that, 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 you know, certain things that are said, once they're said, it's very hard to unsay them. You know, and I was uh, a good example of this actually is Gerald Ratner. So I was lucky enough to interview Gerald for my podcast, Brave Bob Brilliant. He's also become someone that I've worked with side by side. Now, Gerald actually had the largest jewelry business across the whole of Europe and was massive in America. Very, very successful business. It was listed on the FTSE Stock Exchange. And, you know, in the 90s, he was very famous for giving a speech at the Institute of Directors. And in that speech, he made a joke. Uh, well, he made a couple of jokes, actually. But one of the jokes was around a pair of earrings where he said, I'm paraphrasing now, um, you know, that one you could buy a pair of earrings for, as, for as, as little as a prawn sandwich from Marks and Spencers, but the prawn sandwich might last you longer. And basically those words, which was a joke, actually nearly bankrupt the company. So that's a really good example where words have power consider them carefully. That's quite extreme in a business environment. And it's actually in the world of PR is often now become a bit of a vernacular or I've done a ratner. Okay. So, you know, that's the extreme version. Listen to Gerald's uh, podcast episodes. He's a very humble guy, very, very open and honest about the mistakes he made um, in that scenario and very, very honest around how he, he re rebuilt his life again. Anyway, the choice of words, external words, whether that's presenting, whether it's with your team, whether it's with your loved ones, be careful about the choice because it can uplift, it can motivate, it can guide, support, or it can really crush people. Um, so, so choosing those words is really important. And then what I wanted to, to also talk about next is the tone. You know, actually our body language says, often says more than the words themselves. You know, so if you walk into a room with your shoulders back, with a big smile on your face, full of energy, you haven't even opened your mouth, but immediately you've set a tone of positivity, energy, 
if you walk into a room with your head down, shoulders hunched over, you know, looking at the floor, very, very different. So that's your body language, but also the tone, the tone of your voice. The, when you emphasize a certain word can really have impact. So consider that as well. So that's the fourth thing. And then the, sorry, that's the third thing. Then the fourth thing I wanted to talk about was word replacement. Okay, so sometimes I think we can fall into certain traps and I'm guilty of this as well, by the way, you know. So we can use certain words that are tiny little words, but actually it can totally shift the meaning. So I'll give you a, a, probably the best example, and that's use of the word but. So people are saying, I'm waiting for the but to come. Now, when you have a but in a sentence, it normally means a negative is coming. So I would, I would like to engage with you, but, oh, I'm going to get the rejection now. Now, when you're actually, you know, conscious of this, and I've become quite conscious, and it can often be in the written word as well, if you're writing an email, uh, but can be quite, quite a negative or, you know, a, a, an implication of a negative coming. So you can replace that with something like and or so. It changes the tone of that sentence dramatically. You know, another example is, say, for example, um, I have to wake up early. Or I, I have to make another sales call. I have to go to the gym. That implies that you're being forced to take those actions. If you change have for get, then it's all about opportunity. So instead of saying, I have to wake up early, you change that word and you say, I get to wake up early totally different, right? You know, oh, I have to make another sales call. I get to make another sales call, right? So changing have forget in that example totally shifts it from a negative to a positive. So as you can see, you know, I'm really passionate about this and I make loads of mistakes and make loads of mistakes. I say things wrong all the time. So, you know, don't get me wrong. I am certainly not coming <laughs> from a position of being perfect at this stuff. But I think as I've got older, I've probably become more conscious of this stuff and I catch myself every now and then. If I'm putting a but in, I try to replace it with an and or a so. If I am having, you know, oh, I have to, no, I say I get to. That's an opportunity, you know, and I'm really now retrain my brain about the stories that I tell myself. You know, I am entrepreneurial. I am an entrepreneur. I am a great corporate CEO, but I am also an amazing entrepreneur. Right. I never used to say that about myself, you know, so so now subconsciously. And if you start to believe it, you become that person that you want to be you, and you create the life you deserve. So. Words have power. So think carefully. So as I say, let's just recap. These are the words that you say to other people. They're the words that you say to yourself. They're the tone of voice that you use and maybe your body language as well, which is sending out arguably more messages than the words themselves. So they, the two go hand in hand. And then the fourth area is around replacement of words, switching a negative into a positive. And that often could be as little as three or four letters. 
and that's all it takes to totally change the tone. So I hope it's useful. Remember, um, whatever you're doing today, it is by being brave and bold that you will unlock your brilliance. And um, yeah, just shine like the stars you are. Choose your words carefully. They have power, you have power. And in fact, the best is yet to come for you. So no limits, just go out there, smash it. And genuinely, it is by being brave and bold that you will unlock your brilliant. I really hope you've enjoyed Brave, Bold, Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe and share with all your friends. And if you've enjoyed listening, I'd love it if you'd leave me a five-star review.